Hey everyone, it's <laughs> Spooky Spouses. Hi everyone, this is, my name's Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. <laughs> and I, and I, I wanted to sing a little bit. Were you getting caught up in our theme song? Yeah, I was, I yeah. listened, I listened to our theme song, uh, or the, the beginning of it a few times so I could try to match pitch, and we will only know if I did when I edit the show. Hi, this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like true crime. Uh, my hauntingly beautiful voice. <laughs> Urban legends. The joke I just made up about my voice. Cryptozoology. Uh, how scary it was that I, for some reason, I thought, oh, I'll take a sip of water right now, and it's my turn to talk. So that. Anything spooky related. <laughs> Every single week since Mortal Kombat 3 came out, Lindsay and I will research a topic separately of one another. Lindsay will go play Mortal Kombat 11. I'll go play Mortal Kombat 6 because who even remembers what that game is? Well, you take your time machine back and play it. Yep. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever year that was. 19-1-19-1. And then we walk inside of our house together hand in hand. And then we discuss what we've researched for the very first time with each and every one of you and each other when we record the show. And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the episode to... I almost said Kaiser Permanente, and I don't know why. That legal group? Is that a legal group? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what it does. I don't know what it Have does. Have you been watching a lot of commercials lately? No, that's the thing. Okay. I don't know why. I was like, my brain was like, just say Kaiser Permanente, but I don't want to. Okay. Because I think small business. So this, my portion of this week's episode is dedicated to anybody who knits. Cool. Well, then I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to a small business (laughs) of anyone that vapes. Oh. Yeah, but I don't support it. I don't vape. No. But if you do vape, this is for you. Cool. This is going to be a sweet episode. Knitting and vaping. So you and I are both casting a very wide net, two yeah. opposite ends of the hobby spectrum. Or you can put those together. Who? Okay. Yeah. Okay. While you knit. Okay. What's the one? What's the one uh, type of graph or circle chart? Not diorama. Where Venn diagram. Yeah. Where there's two circle. I really hope I'm right. If this is your first time listening to the show, if we don't know something, we don't look it up because, hey, two reasons. One, we're not smart. Two, it humanizes us and who cares? And it's Uh, hard. And it's really hard just to know all this stuff all the time and be right all the time. Yeah, right. We're like kind of the clickbait of spooky podcasting, I guess. I think so, too. You and I make a lot of weird claims on this show that really aren't highly charged or like politically or whatever charged whatsoever. But we stand by our incorrectness sometimes yeah uh okay but i would like to see that venn diagram people who knit people who vape and the types of people who exist in the center of that venn diagram i don't know wowee like hippies slash hipsters see i don't see vaping as being a hipster thing i see rolling your own cigarettes as being like a hipster thing true uh, I don't know. I don't know what would be in the middle of that well, chart. Your brother, your brother has a beard, and he takes care of his beard, and that's like I guess loosely associated with hipster lifestyle. But he also he vapes. vapes, and I would think well, that your he's brother not vaping anymore because he's about to have two little babies. That's right. Your brother and Emily, his wonderful wife, are having twins. Yes. So I get to be a double aunt. You get to be a double unky. Some people call him a. Some people call it a donkey. A donkey. <laughs> some people call you a dandy. <laughs> dandy and unky. Uh, I don't know what'd be in the middle of that chart. Yeah, I don't know what type of person. I would like to know, like, not because I need to pigeonhole anybody, but just because I want to know the aesthetic, the like clothing aesthetic. I think like horse people. Okay. Like people that are not horses. People yeah. that like horses. I could see now not like the people maybe like farther south or southwest, like with the cowboy hats and stuff, but like people who are equestrian or who have an interest in the equestrian lifestyle, but then maybe live closer to a city. Sure. 
All Maybe right. not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Well, what did we talk about last week? Not well. I think we actually did bring up vaping. Uh, <laughs> we when do we not bring up vaping? Well, most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did you just forget? <laughs> yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay, when she said I, it looked like she was a robot. A robot. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like she was my cybernetic wife and then her head went back really quick and then she leaned over to her left hand side because she malfunctioned and forgot what did we talk about you talked about psychics yeah i talked about psychics and the one psychic oh. who got abducted by aliens a lot yeah well that's how he became a psychic i talked about the boat that just had measles that it was a scientology that's boat right yeah yeah i was thinking about my topic last week this week yeah and i was like man i don't know if that's cool to say to people that one you're for sure a psychic and two the reason why you're a psychic is you were abducted by aliens because i don't know a lot of people are gullible and people are going to be like wow i'm going to get a really good reading from this guy it just seems it seems i don't know sneaky and weird it is okay but you know whatever <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Anything. You gotta make your money, right? You know. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Like, would I would I fib a little bit that no one could prove to make a little bit extra money? Maybe. If someone gave me the opportunity to either like, hey, sell these weight loss pills oh, sure. that don't work, but you're gonna pretend that they do, mm -hmm. or be a psychic and lie to people, totally be a psychic. I would be a psychic too. Yeah, because how much more fun is that? Uh, much more fun. And also, I don't trust diet pills. I think they just make you poop a lot. Now, yes. They're, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, then I guess we can't say that they don't work. Well, they work in a very, like, not a weird way, but like, oh, well, duh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? If you have, yeah, if you have constant what we all are thinking of right if now. If all of your insides now belong on the outside, then you don't weigh as much. Six times a day. <laughs> your liver comes out. Yeah. Yeah. You lose that liver weight. Yeah, and that's and that's the peskiest one to lose. Um Hey, something cool that we did today. So if we're going to streamline into my, because I start this week. Yes. Um, hey, and also if you're a first time listener, every week we alternate. So that's fine. I guess that's cool <laughs> to like freshen it up. Uh, I almost did a turntable noise, but I'm not going to. You could add it if you want. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm really, I'm going to find a cool turntable noise and add it right now. But you have to say a cool word when I point to you after the turntable noise, like a cool hip word. Okay. Broccoli. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of anything else. No, that that'll that'll be really cool. I'll edit it, and it'll be my favorite part. But Lindsay and I today, we've been trying to go for the past little while, but we finally got to go to the Columbus Oddities and Curiosities Expo. We did. And it was pretty cool. There was so much taxidermy there. It was crazy. I've never, and this is real, I've never been in a building where there are so many animal bones in my entire life. Yeah, I feel like there was like animal spirits all around us. Yeah. Now, if I have been in a building and I didn't know there were that many animal bones in there then, okay, that's on me because I wasn't aware. Right. Not only were there a lot of animal bones, but there were a lot of animal bones that were like decorated with gems and jewels and like googly eyes and fun little hats and fun little <laughs> fun little shoes. They did have fun shoes. Yeah, some had fun shoes. Yeah. There was a three-headed duck. There, were a, there was a Ripley's Believe It or Not thing there. Yeah, there was people doing that suspension stuff where they put the hooks in their body. Yeah. We didn't get too close to that. No. It freaked us out a lot. Yeah, Lindsay and I, I, I told Lindsay when we walked in that I kind of felt like an imposter because we were watching it and we were, I, I was pretty skeeved out. And I think you were skeeved out as yeah, well. Yeah, he was like bleeding and like hanging oh, and like just enjoying yeah. life. Yeah, he was fine up there. That's that's the thing. See, I wanted to be like, that hurts me. Yeah. Ouch. I walked underneath it and went, hey, can we time out? Can we time <laughs> out? And they were like, hey, you're really interrupting the flow. And they paused their whatever they were playing, Dropkick Murphys or something. <laughs> and I was like, can we just chill out for a minute? What are we even doing around here? And they were like, hey, you know what? Yeah. 
I'm kind of swinging back and forth from hooks in my shoulders. But we easily got distracted because there was dead animals. And then there was a live Sharpay puppy. And he was really cute. Yes. Yeah. The Sharpay puppy was very cute. But I would like to go back next year because why not? Absolutely. I think it'd be fun. A lot of cool, a lot of cool haunted things. It was very much up our alley. So, Linz, I actually have some breaking booze. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Lizard man again? No. Thankfully. Are you sure? Okay, one of the two words in that compound word you said is one of the things. Man? Yes. Okay. Cliff Barockman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Cliff Barockman from the show uh, Finding Bigfoot. I only say that because that's how most people know him, but Cliff Barockman has been in the Bigfooting world or the Sasquatching world. I don't know the proper name for, I think, like 25 years at this point. Really long time. A very long time to be interested in anything, let alone Bigfoot. (laughs) And that's, he's probably spent close to 20 of those 25 years in the woods. But he's a very nice human being, very active with his fans and stuff. You and I saw him at CryptidCon. Well, I think what happens is when we see just like celebrities or people that we really want to meet, it takes us like 45 minutes to even go there yeah. because we're not shy people. But for some reason, we get so excited that we can't do it. I know what it is with me. And let me know if this is what it is with you, Lindsay Marie, is that I get nervous That they're going to think, oh, great, another person who wants to, like, ask me questions. And I always want to be, like, a good fan to where I'm one of the fans who won't even bother the person. Yeah, you don't want to be an inconvenience. No, I don't. And it's like... That's how I feel. But then you realize, like... They're here. Oh, they're here to meet people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, whatever. But either way, hi, Cliff. And you're a very good person. But Cliff and Bobo just started a podcast. Uh, right. They they do not need us advertising for them because they, their reach is far greater than ours. <laughs> but it's called Bigfoot and Beyond with Cliff and Bobo. They released their first episode recently. And it was cool. It's, it's neat to like hear them in a non-produced sort of a way, like a non-TV sort of a way. And right. they get to be candid and it's cool um, but either way cliff barockman is opening up a new museum oh. in oregon called the north american bigfoot center it used to be called just the bigfoot museum but i think that they're renovating everything and adding a lot of cliff's like personal collection of casts he has i think like 30 or 40 bigfoot casts that's crazy um yeah it's nutty he has one of those new telecasts i'm sure that we talked about when we went to CryptidCon. yes um, but the new museum is located in boring oregon which is <laughs> relatively close to portland like you'll we've we've seen those signs when we've been driving around where it's like oh we'll go to boring how yeah. fun I guess. <laughs> well, it's in the Pacific Northwest. I'm sure it's beautiful. It's Yeah, probably not boring at all. Here's a little bit of verbiage from the website. Visitors will be able to get a firsthand look at display areas with educational displays featuring evidence and artifacts complete with their backgrounds. The brick and mortar location will be accompanied by an online presence, according to early reports. In an opening blog post, Cliff Brockman said, quote, The North American Bigfoot Center will be an institution unlike anything presently available for public consumption, end Mm. quote. That's what I'm talking about. Now, if you want to check out the website for the museum, you can. See NorthAmericanBigfootCenter.com. Check it out. They have fun merch you can buy, like fun little Bigfoot hats and uh, a little multi-tool for everyday use that's in the shape of a Sasquatch. Well, how fun. Yeah, I thought it was very fun. Also, we're trying slowly but surely, or I'm not sure if this is fleeting or not, to have Cliff and Bobo ask us to be on their podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, if anyone knows Cliff and Bobo, or Cliff or Bobo, if you're listening, we have a signed Bobo hat in our house, and we think you two are very good people. And if you need anyone on your show who happens to be married and not very smart, you can come to us. Hey, if you guys just need coffees, we can bring them for you. Or maybe tea. Maybe you're a tea drinker. I don't know. I have a feeling that Bobo is a tea drinker. Cliff is a coffee drinker. I think I, I would agree with you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Either Maybe way. they'll confirm it. I don't know. We'll write them a letter. <laughs> or they'll go, I don't know why that was important for you guys to think about, <laughs> but that's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I do have another piece of breaking booze and it does have to deal with Bigfoot. Okay. In Washington. Oh, so he's not in Oregon. He's in Washington. Yeah, this one is. Okay. A father and son say that they came across three of these three of these tall, hairy creatures in Whatcom County. I searched up, which is weird. Whatcom County to see what was around the area. And it's literally surrounded by national forests and national parks. A ton of stuff. So good 
Bigfoot grounds. Uh, yeah, if if Bigfoot were to exist, or if Bigfoot actually exists, or multiple big feetses exist, then this seems like a good area. Uh, yeah. A lot of acreage for good these. Good area to call home, you know? A good area to call home to break tree branches and to scream and shout as much as they wanted. <laughs> um, That's usually what we look for Yeah. <laughs> when searching for houses. <laughs> Roam around, scream and shout, you know. I think the screaming and shouting part comes from Molly, so she can be yes. outside and run around and bark at whoever she wants, and we're like, ah, we don't have to worry about bothering our neighbors. Right, exactly. How nice is that? She's a very loud dog. So a father and son were driving at around 9 p.m. This happened last September, but the BFRO report just came out as it always happens for some reason. I don't know why they wait so long. I want to email someone from the BFRO, or maybe we can ask Cliff or Bobo. Maybe it just takes time. I guess, but like to do what? Type? I don't know. I mean, why does criminals take so long to go to trial? Yeah, I guess they just get piled up and piled up. Because there's so many criminals and there's so many Sasquatches. <laughs> yeah. It just it takes time with these things. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to say that you're right. <laughs> uh, so they were driving. It was 9 p.m. I have a quote from the sun. Quote, my father and I went for a drive up the mountain just the mountain, to stop at a clear cut. Cold like, cut. Just like a cool cut. Like we've Subway done. Subway cold cut. Cold, cold cut. Combo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to ask you some Subway questions, but uh, I'm just going to continue. Okay. Uh, I just, all I want you to know is I know some cool Subway stuff. So, <laughs> um, continuing with their quote, we were scanning the clear cut with our flashlights when we saw the eye shine of three things in the distance at about 200 yards. Now, 200 yards is very far away. Yeah, it could be any animal, though. Also, you must have a really awesome flashlight to shine directly 200 yards away. I mean, right? Yeah. That's far. What's a football field? 100 yards? I don't know. Isn't it? I don't play football. Me either. But I was in mar- yeah. I was in marching band. You should know this then. Well, I forget. You had to march your little tiny legs across that field. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a hundred yards as a football field. Yeah, because you have the the fifty yard line in this in the middle. How many saxophones is it? Uh, a hundred. Perfect. A <laughs> hundred. I was saying ninety eight. I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> um. So that was the first hole in their story. I don't know about 200 yards. And if this is us uh, trying to schmooze a little bit of uh, Cliff and Bobo, we're not accepting every evidence we hear as fact. We want to investigate. Right, because we know what we're doing. We know what we're doing a lot. We have a lot of tools <laughs> at the house. Uh, I'm just looking around. I, have no, I just looked around, too. We have absolutely no tools that I think could capture a Bigfoot. I'm looking around right now. I see our printer, uh, a bag. Uh, like a shoulder bag and a jar for change, which there's no change in it, and a lava lamp and a lamp. Well, you know Big Feet really like lava lamps, so... I bet you they'd be really attracted to a lava lamp. They'd be like, what is that thing? Whoa, floating... Whoa, dude. Whoa, dude. Hey, brah. (laughs) Do you think they say, hey, brah? Yeah, they get like a... Well, if they were in California. They get like that, you know... 70s west coast accent yeah i was gonna say bra is like super west coast yeah whoa partner no that's like a surf's up dude surf's up i mean like cool lava lamp do you think they would even say lava lamp or do you think they say oh small like a molten oh they say liquid nader Ah, molten liquidator. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I think that's fine. (laughs) I don't know what we're even talking about. Nope. Nope, not at all. Welcome to the show, everybody. So they said that they detected three different sets of eyes. Now, the eye shine that they saw, they said it was uh, orangish. Now, here's the thing. Well, you just get red eye. Well, that's, that's, I think humans produce red eye because of our something or other. But like I shine with the flashlights, like you've seen like a cat's eyes at night or like yeah. a raccoon. It's usually like in the orangish to yellow spectrum. Yeah. There's like almost some eye shine that looks like neon sort of green or like a really uh, iridescent sort of a white color. But I looked and it said uh, their eye shine was orangish. And then it started charging towards them in the clear cut, breaking branches on its way up towards the father and son. And then it just stopped and stared at him like a false charge, like what a bear or a gorilla would do. So, okay, this Mm -hmm. is primate sort of stuff. But 
I looked, and bear eye shine is also orangish and yellowish. Sometimes... So it could have been a family of bears. Could have been bears. And they said the these things were brown. And there's three of them. So I don't so know. So what made them so sure that it was Sasquatches? They just said it was too tall and it was like breaking branches and stuff. But I, I don't know. A I, bear standing on its hind legs, though, can be pretty tall. Yeah. I don't know where grizzlies live, but I think brown bears, I really hope those are not the same thing. But I I know that there are bear in Washington. Right. And Oregon, right? So it very well could have been a bear. It could have been a mom protecting its two cubs. I mean, it was acting in a, in, in a similar way, a false charge. The other the other two Sasquatches, the guys were saying, well, quote unquote Sasquatches, uh, were just sitting there behind the one that was charging them. Quote, sometimes they, the two little ones, would stand up and walk a bit, but every time we made noise, they would stop and watch us. Now, guess how long this whole encounter lasted? Probably way too long. Take a guess. Um, Getting charged nonstop, false charging by a Sasquatch. Ten minutes. Three hours. They stood there for three hours and let this thing charge at them? Yeah, right? And then think about think about this from the perspective of the animal. They would just hang out there for three hours with a flashlight shining at them? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think they would just go at, yeah. eventually. Like, even if it was a bear, it would be like, okay, I'm just going to go, you know? Yeah, I, I, I'd split. I wouldn't stick around. I have bear things to do. Yeah. I have these things to take care of called the bear necessities. I don't know if you guys know <laughs> about these, but they're necessary. I'm very busy. You know, I think that's pretty good. Now, <laughs> I have a feeling that what you just said, our friend Daniel Spencer is probably going to. He has this thing called the face that he makes. Yeah, I believe that that will get it. And that's OK, because we've earned it. OK. OK. Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> Thanks in advance, Daniel. <laughs> uh, they said this went on for three hours, blah, blah, blah. They said that it was around midnight when the creature started leaving the hill. So they were around 9 p.m., so about three hours. It was bipedal. The arms were swinging below the hips, which I think equates it to being perhaps a Sasquatch. They said it was about 700 pounds. I, I, I feel like it's really difficult to guess something's weight. You know, yeah, they height. have those carnival things where it's like, guess your age, your weight, or <laughs> I don't know, your favorite color. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. The weight one is a hard one, I think. I think the weight one's really difficult. The age is like, yeah, if it's between 10 years, they get it. Yeah, which is like, okay, I'm obviously not 55. Right. Yeah, give me a break. You're not? No, I'm oh. only 33 <laughs> years old, which is too old to be. I feel too old. That's okay. You're yeah. not too old. Thanks, Lens. They said it was difficult to estimate the height, which seems weird, but they could easily estimate the weight from that far away. Well, because they weighed him. Oh, come up here really quick. While he charged, they're like, okay, before he charges again, put a scale right there. And then when he charges up, look at the numbers. <laughs> and then when he runs away, then we'll know. And then you... we'll let him do that. And then when he keeps charging, we'll try to get his height too. I think that would be a fun idea. Put some scales out there to see if uh, Sasquatches could sort of figure him out or whatever. It was just a really weird doctor's appointment. <laughs> <laughs> How embarrassing one. Man, that was always my least favorite part about Getting a doctor. Weight? Stepping on that scale. Ugh, don't like it. Well, yeah, I don't think anybody really does. Yeah, unless you're like bulking up because you're going to fight like you're like a fighting, like a fighting person. I wish in my life I had a reason to bulk up. <laughs> yeah, right? Me too. Like you hear about these people like uh, people in Hollywood or like professional athletes are like, oh, got to put on weight. And it's <laughs> and like, hey. Gain, I had to gain 200 pounds. I ate donuts for the past three months. Yeah, I'm seriously. Like, Jealous. I know you and I, you and I last week talked about the show Alone, which we really like. Yes. And we were watching the newest season where people who previously were on the show came back. And uh, our one contestant that we were rooting for, Carly, was like, yeah, I put on 20 extra pounds. It's like, man, how nice would that be? <laughs> and, I, and I'm sure they're like going to doctors and be like, what's the best way to put on weight? Hey, you know what? You ask me. Never had that problem. Just send me an email. I'll just tell you what I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I try not to put on weight. That's the thing. So my method must work really well. Anyways. Anyways. Um, when when the bear were walking down the hill, or sorry, Sasquatch, were walking down the hill, they said they saw their heads bobbing, which equated to like a human or ape-like Maybe movement. they're just listening to sweet jams on their Beats headphones. Yeah, they could have been. I heard Beats headphones aren't good for your ears. I don't know if that's just folklore or not. I don't think really any headphones are good for your ears, but, you know, here we are. Yeah. 
Well, I had another topic, but we talked a lot about Bigfoot and Cliff Brockman and the oddities thing, and we only have a few minutes left. Uh, so I don't know. I probably, probably won't get into it. <laughs> okay. Unless you can wrap it up real quick. Go ahead. Uh, okay. How about this new segment on the show? <laughs> new segment called funny Amazon reviews for ghost hunting equipment. Yes. Okay. Are you ready? You th- I, th- I think yes. this would be a good idea. You can, what kind of ghost hunting equipment can you buy on Amazon? Like anything like, oh, you can buy EMF like EMF detectors and everything. Oh, I think like EMF things are like the biggest one. Now this is oh. for, this is for the K2 and then it says K2 again, but K right. then the number two, then K then the Roman numeral two. Okay. The K2 K2 EMF meter deluxe black new and improved design. Four and a half stars out of 238 reviews. A bunch of ghost hunting groups gave it 4.9 stars. People who were into dousing, like dousing rods, gave it five stars. Paranormal investigations gave it five stars. They love this thing. Okay. So they obviously are pleased with what they bought. Yes. Now, this is what's very funny because this device is like specifically used or targeted in Amazon. It's under paranormal investigation stuff. Okay. Uh, But this Amazon user, uh, I like it a lot. Five stars. Works great. After going through my home, an alarm lock close to my daughter's head was emitting high levels of EMF. Moved the clock far away. As well, the Wi-Fi signals were strong in the bedroom. Turned off at night now. That's it. So she used it to get the electronics away from her kids. Yeah, there was there was a no clock. Ghosts. The, no, no ghosts at all. There was a clock by her daughter's head, and that clock, because it's an electrical machine, uh, emits electromagnetic frequency. Yes. And as all electronics do, and she went, hmm, I wonder if this electronic is emitting EMF by my daughter's head. Now I don't know why her daughter's head is always by the clock. she really dislikes it i guess she loves that clock uh and then she bought this thing and put it above it and it went boop 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 up sure enough maybe the clock is attached to her daughter's head and she's like maybe i should not attach this clock to her head anymore she's wearing like an ironic like a like a baseball hat or something with a big plugged in clock on it or something yeah yeah maybe so but either way this machine detected the emf and she said it works great exclamation mark uh turned off turned off at night now uh, but there were some there there were some uh reviews on here that were uh, paranormal related this one guy john darty bragging about how he owns all these paranormal groups and blah 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 and didn't really even review the product but he was just excited to tell everyone that he oh, does self-promotion oh yeah Yeah. I mean, there's almost almost 300 reviews on this thing, which is a lot. So maybe that'll be a fun new little segment we'll incorporate sooner or later. And I say maybe because you and I forget what we talk about a lot. (laughs) Uh, But I think that'd be a good idea. Funny Amazon reviews about uh, paranormal products. We have to come up with a cool name for it, and I bet you we could right now before we go to haunted housekeeping. Um. Okay, we have breaking booze. That one's like fun. Cryptid. Phantom son. Fan Oh, Phanazon. Ama- uh, rev- we'll rev- have to workshop it. Famas. Fa- well, I like I'm if it's confusing. Clever today. Famazon reboos. <laughs> sure. Okay. Famazon reboos. That's a long one. And that makes zero sense. But I think if we remember it, Famazon reboos will be it. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all I have for today. Cliff and Bobo, if you're listening, please be our friends forever. And we'll see each and every one of you in the haunted housekeeping zone in three, two, one. Our show, the one you're listening to right now, is a proud member of VidiSpace, an online streaming service founded by our good buddies Nick Groff and Elizabeth Saint. And there's all sorts of spooky stuff on there. Yeah, you can look up anything spooky or paranormal adjacent. There's stuff about the Mothman. There's stuff about ghosts. There's scary movies. Pretty much anything you want to be scared of is on there. They have a live stream of the monsters under every single one of your beds and and it's very scary and you can see him and like say your name's Carol the monster's under there and it's like gonna get you Carol and you know it's the real monster under your bed well, we all know that monsters don't like Carol 
No, monsters do not like Carol. We have the Ghost Crier crew on there. We have Ghost Vlogs with Marielle Pabst, a bunch of fun new projects, the Ghost Girls Paranormal, the Spirits of Malvern, which is now on Amazon Prime, part of Viddy Space, all sorts of fun stuff. You can go to www.viddy.space on your computer or your cellular phone and start streaming and screaming, or you can download the Viddy Space app on your iPhone or your Android. there It's on Roku now. I believe there's a Vidispace specific thing in the Amazon Prime video thingy. Yes. How cool is that? And you can also find our show on Vidispace. Absolutely. We are also proud members of the Scavengers family at thescavengersnetwork.com. Scavengers Network is brought to you by our boss, baby boy, baby boy, boy, boy boss, uh, Colin Barker, and has a wonderful group of people that also have amazing podcasts on there, including us. Yeah, there's shows on there. I Dunno Radio, Historical Hotties, Journey Under 30, Insanely Haunted, Morgan Needs a Podcast, and one of my personal favorites, Myth Takes, which is a tabletop role-playing game podcast based off of Monster of the Week. They just finished up their third arc, and the fourth arc will be starting soon, and I'm going to be back on that fourth arc, and I'm very excited to be a part of it. You know what I'm excited for, though? Yes. Is the Patreon that we have on the Scavengers Network. You can donate anywhere from, what, a dollar to whatever amount of money you want to give us. Maybe you want to give us $3 million a month. That's your journey. You can go to patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network and become a donor to the network and help support each of our shows and the network in general every month. You'll get exclusive bonus content, clips, believe some of the tiers, depending on how much you donate per month, give you discounts in the Scavengers Network store. All sorts of fun stuff. You can help keep these spooky lights on for us as well. Maybe we can travel to haunted locations. Maybe we can get some fun guests on our show. Who knows? Yeah, we want to bring spooky to you. So bring spooky to us by giving us a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) W-I-D-K. Do you wish listening to the radio sucked even more? Join Fishstick. Neil deGrasse Tyson. If I was going to get in a fight and I had to pick one astrophysicist to be on my side. <laughs> Lulu. In the beginning, there was milk. And it came out of a cow or whatever. This is right. a completely accurate representation of the history of milk, by the way. The Professor. I think it'd be pretty psychologically damaging to have to fight two building-sized babies. And mulch. I don't want a body like John Cena because that just <laughs> seems like a lot of extra spaces to have to clean. Like, there's a reason he's completely shaved. It's, I don't know, Radio, part of the Scavengers Network and Podcast NH. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and unfortunately, everywhere else. Welcome back, haunted listeners. Is that scary? No, do a do 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 a scarier one. Okay. Welcome back, you ghoulish little goblins. I thought you were going to say something mean. Do <laughs> do one more. Do one more that's even scarier. Welcome back. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was good <laughs> because I thought you were going to be really intimidating and then you stopped and I, my anxiety level went up and then it went down. I tried to give you a very Ted Bundy like smile smirk face because oh. we've been watching a lot of Ted Bundy yeah. or Zac Efron. Yeah, turns out how everyone thought the name of the movie was the Zac Efron Ted Bundy movie. It does have a name. It's, it's like extremely wicked, something cruel. Yeah. It's too long. Yeah. It's it, actually shorter to call it the Zac Efron Ted Bundy movie. I think you're right. I think it's shorter by like two letters. <laughs> or no, not letters. Words. What are those What are those called? Uh, a collection of letters that we recognize as being something. Oh, um, a word. Oh, yeah. Oh, weird. I thought it was good. I liked it because it, it, it wasn't all about the murdering. It was more so about him and him going to trial. And his fiance and yeah. wife and yeah, about his mannerisms. Yeah, I liked how it. He acted. I think I yeah, liked it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Definitely pretty good. Well, my topic this week has nothing really to do about Ted Bundy, though. Okay. But I still think it's really fun. And are we just going to not mention that John Malkovich is in the movie? Yeah, he's the judge. The, actually, Haley, what is his name? Osman? Oh, Haley Joel Osman's in the Haley movie, Joel too. Haley Joel Osman. Like, <laughs> he sees dead people. So, like, yeah. there it is. Wrap up the movie. Yeah. 
just come to my house and I'm sure there's a lot of, there there's a lot of ghosts of all the women that Ted Bundy killed and then Haley Jaws might be like well, I hard to believe I do see I see dead people well, just believe me and we'll move past it there's a lot of dead people in your house well this is the thing I don't understand is like he becomes the fiance's kind of like boyfriend while Ted is you know in prison mm-hmm. but like if he sees dead people he could probably see the dead people that Bundy killed and then explain to the fiance like yeah this is true I saw a bunch of mutilated women, yeah. and they all said that your fiance is the one doing it. I all showed them, uh, showed him a picture of your fiance, and they all gave a thumbs down and went, nah, "I don't like that guy." <laughs> Swipe left. Isn't Swipe. left like bad? <laughs> Isn't that when you like reject someone? I think so. And I think, oh even, my god, I Tinder. Think, I think even making a Tinder joke and the fact that you and I both thought it was funny shows our age. And shows how irrelevant we really are when it comes to social media. I think that we're going to be put on a list because we were talking about Ted Bundy and then we also tied in Tinder. Okay, well, let's talk about something that's not one of those. Okay, well, let's talk about animals. Okay, is this your topic? This is my topic. Oh, cool. What a good segue. (laughs) But, I mean, we have to make it weird or spooky, right? So these are just odd animal stories that are pretty recent. I guess a lot of animals have been acting a little crazy. Okay, I think I'm ready. I, well, no, I know I'm ready for it. I'm excited about it, too. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I'll start you off with this happened on May 9th. Whoa. So, so this was really recent. Oh, my gosh. That These was, are all pretty recent stories. It was, was two days ago. Yeah. So on May 9th, a Canadian woman found a venomous Caribbean scorpion on the floor of her kitchen. <sighs> she says she doesn't know where the animal came from, but she did recently visit Cuba. Oh my gosh, it came when it went in her luggage. So Gail Hammond said she was washing dishes in her Vancouver home when she spotted what she initially thought was a tiny fake scorpion on the floor. You would think like, why would you think there's a fake scorpion on the floor? But it looked like a toy <laughs> Yeah. that I think just out of shock, she was like, what is that? If I were to see a scorpion anywhere, I wouldn't go, huh, fake scorpion. <laughs> it's probably a fake scorpion. I'm going to continue washing the dishes. I only have three more pots left. So she realized that the creature was real when it ran under her refrigerator. Oh, no way. Out of sight? She, uh, yeah, her and her daughter uh, worked quickly to capture it. They kept it for a few days while deciding what to do and eventually took it to the animal hospital. Okay, that's very, you know what? That's very Canadian of that's them. That's very responsible yeah, of them too. Because I would cool. just like murder that thing. But I think they were so shocked of why it was there yeah. that they were a little nervous. And the mom probably being smart was like, I traveled to another country. If I brought that back, that could really hurt like, I don't know, the environment. Yeah, I mean, it, it is it is an invasive species. Well, yeah. So she took the scorpion to the animal hospital. They determined that the scorpion was a venomous species. Oh, no way. I can't say the name of it. The Hectocrotinus juncis. <laughs> I think, you know what? I think, I think you I crushed it. it. And I like how the first part's heck. <laughs> well, it's actually header. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just said it really wrong. That's okay. But it is native to the Caribbean. So she doesn't know where the scorpion came from, but she did visit Cuba three weeks prior. And she thinks that the scorpion stowed away in her luggage and has been hiding in her home since she's returned. So she thinks that scorpion's been hanging out for three weeks. That's too long for that bug to be in that house. Also... Good thing she took it to where she did because the scorpion was taken to a new home at the Victoria Bug Zoo, which apparently is in Canada. You know, I'd I'd go there. But the experts determined that the creature was, in fact, pregnant. (sighs) If it would have had babies, it could have produced and like been a big problem. Uh, It could have been a bunch of little problems all over your house. Ew. Could you imagine that venomous thing was crawling around your house with you and your daughter in it? Here's the part that I cannot imagine, that I cannot imagine the most, is they were like, okay, well, let's keep an eye on it for a little while. <laughs> so if for I, three days. For three days. If I just got back from Cuba, you and I went on a wonderful vacation. I, you know, I actually would like to go to Cuba. And then we, we came well, back. Well, now I don't because there's these venomous scorpions that hide in your luggage. Well, we go to the scorpion-free parts of Cuba. Okay. On the east side and then (laughs) we fly to cuba come back scorpion i go lens i'll be right back i need to borrow i don't know a thousand bucks and i would fly to cambodia 
buy an illegal rocket launcher, fly back, and I'd say, Linz, come outside, and bring Molly. It. I would just shoot a I would shoot a bazooka at our house and blow it up and be like, Well, what's <laughs> going on? Oh, I forgot to tell you before I quickly flew to Cambodia, there was a scorpion in our house. I wouldn't be mad because that would torture all the spiders in our house too. But I saw a picture of this thing. It's like orange. That I could to- I could totally see how you could look at it and be like, that's not real. Oh my gosh, I could totally see how being impulsive, if if you thought it was a fake little rubber scorpion and it was orange, stepping on it with your bare feet. Ugh. Oh my gosh. I think you just don't do that. No, I don't think so either. Okay, well, May 10th. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Friday? Yeah, these are breaking uh, news stories, I guess. I guess we have some breaking booze, but animal edition. Um, so <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> a New Jersey man captured a video when he was confronted with an unusual scene in his front yard. Okay. Um, Corey Bale of Frankfurt Township said that the neighbor told him that there has been bears spotted behind his home where his son plays. So he kind of kept an eye on his son for a while, but he came out to the front yard because he heard sounds of like growling and like hitting. It sounded like he like at first he thought it was like a garbage truck, like banging around loud, you know, kind of things. When he went out to take a look, he actually heard the bear's jaws hitting together as they were fighting and growling at each other. Two bears were fighting? Two black bears were just beating each other up in his front yard. Well, did one owe the other one money? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they were just mad because like, you know, they're just mad. Well, I feel like, yeah, like <laughs> bears are really- What do you think they're mad about? He owed the, well, one of the bears owed the other one money. Yeah, you're probably right. Or like that whatever- That bear currency exchange is just like, yeah. I was going to say like whatever the equivalent to bear money would be, uh, okay, fish, salmon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he stole salmon from them. He probably did. Man, but what a terrifying I... sight. There is a video online. You can look it up. I mean, it's it's Ugh. recent. There are two huge bears like beating each other up in his front yard. I mean, it's, it's super recent. It's literally one day ago to when we're recording this episode right now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Whenever I see bears eating salmon out of the river, I think it looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> Side note to the story. Okay, here's another <laughs> May 10th story in Illinois. Okay. Um. So not far. A woman was preparing to unload her washing machine. Uh, I don't like this one. And she made a very startling discovery. I, I feel like this one's bad. I don't like this one. She saw a snake in with her clothes. Oh, that's not that bad, but it's not good. She said she called for help Wednesday when she opened her washer and came face to face with a slithering surprise. Don't say slithering surprise. The funny part about it that I actually thought was really funny was um, she said she could smell it. And she said she what she could tell it actually had been through the spin cycle because, quote, it smelled like downy. <laughs> Wait. Oh, she smelled the actual snake? Yeah. And the snake smelled like downy? Yeah. She said she knew that she had washed it because it smelled like downy. <laughs> hey, what about this? What about this? So you all know. How do you make that phone call? Hey, I got a really good smelling snake in my in my basement, which sounds terrible to say. I put him through the eco-friendly warm. I hope that's okay. All of this, I apologize. All of this sounds like a really weird <laughs> euphemism. Well, yeah, she found him in the washing machine. Um, <laughs> she took him to the vet because he was very slow moving. Well, um, yeah, he's he's drowning and downy well actually it's a she oh sorry and the vet said that the snake looked pretty good and was able to examine it um the animal was just sluggish because it was in shock from going through the washing machine and probably ingesting a lot of downy but the animal turned out to be a pet and her name was penelope and she had escaped from her 12 year old owner who lives like a few blocks down the street Okay. <laughs> so the pet and the owner were reunited. And the vet says, you know, the snake looks good, smells even better. <laughs> <laughs> I think just saying washed your snake, I'm sorry, is just not great. No, it's not. Now, what about this visual? When the snake had babies, if all the babies, and this is only because it went through the wash cycle, all the babies came out like those snuggy bears from the uh, <laughs> the that well, laundry just the detergent. Head. Yeah, just and the head. And then a snake those... body and then a snuggy bear face. Yeah. Now Terrifying. That, that seems like a missed opportunity at the oddities and curiosities show that we saw. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> My next story is from May 3rd. 
A woman who had recently just moved to South Carolina was welcomed home by an unusual scene. Okay. It was a snake with a bear head. Everybody like in May is just having a hard time with these animals. You know what? I've had a pretty good May so far. Yeah. So she came home and she started uh, videotaping from her phone what she was seeing. And it was actually an alligator ringing her doorbell. Okay. (laughs) That last part of that sentence, I did not expect that one at all. There is a video and that alligator literally is ringing her doorbell. Does it have a briefcase or anything? No. (laughs) It's just ringing her doorbell? Yeah, it's really weird. Um, she, Karen Ugh. Alfano, had recently moved from New Jersey. Oh, so then it's Karen Alfano yeah. had recently <laughs> moved from New Jersey to Myrtle Beach, and she said she arrived home to see an alligator at her front door. She started filming it, already shocked that an alligator was at the front door, and then she started recording the video and actually watched the gator climb onto its hind legs and ring the doorbell. That is wild that's scary yeah what if you answered the door there was there was just an older man at our house earlier today ringing the doorbell and i did not want to answer it let alone <laughs> an let alligator alone an alligator yeah right take a hike alligator yeah well i mean she was in good spirits about it she said it was the coolest thing that's probably ever happened to anyone yeah no kidding and the gator was removed by a trapper now i am sorry because i did not say see you later alligator when oh. i was saying I said, welcome home, alligator. (laughs) (laughs) He just wanted to come inside. Is there is there a rhyme that instead of like see you later, alligator, it's like inviting the alligator inside? Um, Meat and tater. No, (laughs) got meat and taters, alligators. (laughs) Uh, Sit and stay or alligator. (laughs) You know what? I don't think there is. Yeah. So this is kind of about another snake. Okay. This one's really terrifying, though. So a man in Oklahoma went to go visit his friend. Um, his friend had a security camera on his front porch. Okay. When his friend showed up, he rang the doorbell, and out of the little, like, you know how people have lights on the outside of their door? Oh, yeah. The little porch light? Yeah. Out of the porch light, which was about head height a snake popped out and bit him in the face oh my god this is all caught on camera once again because he had a camera at his front door of him being bit in the face so the footage shows him leave his car outside of the house of his friend and ring the doorbell and the snake attack and bite him in the face so i know that there's that company ring that makes the doorbell it's like this all-inclusive security system and stuff yeah maybe that's just a cool new add-on feature called snake face snake attack snake attack maybe he didn't like that friend yeah he's like get out of here man i'm gonna hit the snake attack button on my cell phone well, his friend heard calling out and screaming, so he opened the door to see the snake was still attacking his face. Surprise. So he took his friend to the hospital. Um, he later was examined. The snake was not venomous. There was no stitches, but he said that he cleaned me up pretty good, and he's on antibiotics now. Goodness gracious. Did he mention anything about that snake smelling like downy? <laughs> Was it Penelope? Was yeah, Penelope's yeah. attacking? Yeah. Um. No, but the snake was killed. Aww. Via hammer. <laughs> what? Oh, probably at their house. <laughs> because I think they just freaked out and what they were if, like, "If it's poisonous, we I'm killing this thing." And well, because they took it in with yeah, them. Yeah. What if What if they 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 couldn't get it off the guy's face and he just started hitting the snake with the hammer while it was still on the guy's <laughs> face? I'm just you know you have to take your friend and your snake to the hospital then. Yeah, I think yeah. Yep. 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 Okay, so the next one I thought was really funny. Um, An Arizona mother suffered from 30 bee stings um, this past Monday after a gust of wind blew a beehive off of a tree, causing it to land directly on her head. Oh, no. It literally got stuck on her head. That's too much to deal with. (laughs) She said she was walking up to the house with her wonderful luck. This is a quote. The second I got out of my car, I walked under it. It falls on my head. Yes, it fell directly on my head. 
I heard it explode on my head. <laughs> she suffered bee stings on her head, her shoulders, her arms, and her fingers. She was rushed into the house with Benadryl and then taken to the hospital for minor injuries. And she said, I'm happy that I'm not allergic. I'm glad it didn't happen to somebody else or my son who was with me. So I'm okay with it. Holy moly. But it was on her head. Like, comically think of someone with a beehive on their head like a huge beehive that's how it was yeah that's a lot of bees her head crashed into their home think about how the bees fell (laughs) what the heck why is there a carol in here now (laughs) (laughs) hey carol alert what's going on with carol here (laughs) why is there a carol in our house that's funny so that's kind of a damper on your day this one, uh, this is just really cute. Um, a pig got loose from a farmer and he couldn't get him because he was too fast and he kept running away. This actually took place in Ohio. Yes. This past Tuesday. Cool. Um, and the officer didn't know quite how to get the pig into his car. So he had some leftover pizza and he coaxed the pig towards the police vehicle before using a little muscle to finally push him inside. You know what? My kind of pig. Pizza pig. I love pizza pig. <laughs> the next new thing, pizza wrap, pizza pig. Yeah, it's pizza pig for sure. I love pizza pig. And it's really funny because also last week um, there was another pig that ran away and got coaxed into a cop car from Oreos. Oh, good. I like that pig too. <laughs> so it's just pig release. Um, <laughs> this this story is about a bird. This okay. was I. This was on April twelfth. So this was a little while ago. Oh, great! A large, flightless, exotic bird, likened to be described as a living dinosaur, was held accountable for killing its seventy-five-year-old owner in Florida. Holy smokes! The man bought the bird on the black market. It's a razor-clawed cat. Cassowary. Yeah, cassowaries are nuts. It's the one. It's among one of the hundred exotic animals that is going to be departed from this guy's estate. A hundred. So he illegally bought these a hundred exotic animals. How fun would it be to go check out and this it's like, guy's well, house? Well, yeah, of course, one of these things are going to kill you. There was the one guy in Ohio a few years ago who had like lions and stuff at his yeah, house. What is with all these? This guy's in Florida, but yeah, yeah. this seems very well. The Florida. guy in Ohio. He got eaten by his lions, too. Yeah. And then a bunch of like mountain lions and tigers. But he wanted it, though. Yeah, he did. He purposely is, did. That's weird. That's bizarre. Um. So anyways, they are going to give up these animals for auction. I think they're going to be just auctioned out for zoos and stuff because I don't think they want other people. Yeah. Obviously owning these animals. But he said that the 75-year-old man in Florida had just tripped and fallen and the bird had just obviously had enough and attacked him until he died from his injuries okay two things one that's very sad and i'm sorry well three things two maybe don't own a bunch of illegal crazy animals right they are gonna eat you they'll eat you like the lady who had the chimp ate her face yeah it ate her face now number three what ate her friend's face don't be friends with people that have exotic animals now which leads me to my third thing if we know anyone who owns (laughs) a lot of illegal and exotic animals at least i i can't speak for Lindsay. i want to come look at them at your house no don't be that friend well i just want to eat your face i just want to go over there and i'll be protected and i just want to look at them if they're if they're in cages or something but even that's really sad I mean, don't own them, but if you do and, like, I just happen to stop by really quick and look at them, I'll leave. <laughs> look at him from a distance. <laughs> I'll observe from afar and I'll Well, just... that lady was feeding her chimp filet mignon and stuff. You don't keep a chimp like that. No, and you don't really cook a chimp filet mignon. I, I mean, know. if you do cook it a filet mignon, nice, but then, like, throw it into an encounter that it lives in. If you do cook a filet mignon, very cool. But, yeah, <laughs> listen. Don't, like, feed it to it. In its living room no, on a with, TV tray. With a fork and a knife, and then it's probably going to stab you. With it. Watching its favorite show. What's what's a chimp's favorite show? <laughs> um, it's really into Game of Thrones right now, <laughs> like everyone else. Um, so this is my last story. Um, imagine waking up to this. Uh, no, I don't want it because I probably <laughs> feel like I'm not going to like it. Um, I don't know. This took place last Friday morning. The third. 
(laughs) Residents of Idaho neighborhood woke up Friday morning with a really weird encounter outside. So suburban neighborhood, okay, pretty normal, you know. Weather's probably nice. Idaho, a spring. I don't know. Beautiful. Uh, I don't know anything about Idaho, but sure, probably okay. Um, over a hundred goats. Cool. Just hanging out. That sounds cool. So an invading herd of more than a hundred goats rampaged through the neighborhood of West Boise. Yeah. Um, devouring flower beds, grass and leaves, and a lot of them nicely mowed every yard. I was gonna say, I bet your yard looks <laughs> sweet. What if they like did some cool goat graffiti that you could only see like from like a bird's eye view? Goats rule. Goats are odd rules, but a Z at the end. Yeah. Um, representatives of the company that owns the animals. Can you take a guess of what the company that owns all these goats is called? Disney. We rent goats. <laughs> 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 they were called, arrived at the scene, confirmed that those were their herd of goats, and got them onto the truck around 9 a.m. Wouldn't that be funny if, like, we rent goats? We rent goats. Hard to say. <laughs> if they drove up with, like, this giant truck that said, we rent goats, and they came out and the people were like, hey, are these your goats? And they're like... No, these aren't ours, but I mean, we just happen to be in the neighborhood. I guess we could, uh, <laughs> let me check. Yeah, I mean, we, we have room. We could take them. They're not ours, but we could take them for you. See, I would do this. I would have two companies. I would have We Rent Goats, which people can rent goats for, <laughs> okay. you know, birthday parties or whatever they do with them. Sure. And then my other company was... <laughs> We get rid of goats. We collect goats. So I would release the goats that I have from We Rent Goats. Yeah. And when I go to pick them up, I would charge people for getting getting them out of their yard. Yeah. But I would charge them for things like goat removal, mm-hmm. lawn care. That's a big one. That's lucrative. Cleaning out the flower beds. Yeah. I mean, maybe you have a fern in there that you've wanted to get rid of for years. Or like some really nasty, some really whatever a plant is. Maybe those goats are just attacking your children. There's a ticket for that. Yeah, because maybe your it's kids at least twenty them. bucks per goat. Yeah, you your your kids cannot provoke these goats. That's that's twenty dollars. Yeah, but they removed the goats. They said that the goats had just simply escaped. So you do we rent goats for the renting thing, mm-hmm. and then we get goats. Yeah. I think that would be a cool business. Yeah. Two businesses under one roof. And then you can have your segment Goat or Ghost. Yeah. But you can actually record live goats. I would do that. Ooh, this is what you can do. Goat or Ghost takes place 100 goats in a haunted old hospital. Yeah. So when you record things, you don't know if it is a ghost or a goat making the sounds at night. I like that. It like echoes through the hall and you're like, that kind of sounded like chuck the goat but that also could have been chuck the ghost yeah it's echoey and it's hard to hear that's like real live reality goat or ghost you could say okay person who paid money to come to the haunted hospital at the end of this dark hallway there is a goat but there's also a ghost and you have to tell us which one you're hearing you tell me then you hear Really, from really far away, and then they'd be like, wow, "I don't, I can't tell." That would be hard. Imagine just investigating any place that had goats. You know what they got to do on some of these uh, ghost investigation shows? This is why you and I need to just be paid money to come up with stuff <laughs> and shows. Have a have a paranormal investigation show at every location. There's a goat in there somewhere, and that would be fun. You don't know where the goat is. You don't know when it's going to go blah or briff or whatever yeah. noise they make. And maybe you're going to turn a corner and get hit by the goat. Yeah. Or, you know, like each place that we go, we dress the goat to fit in with the place. Like if it's at an old hospital, it's a doctor. If it's at a farm, it's dressed up like another farm animal besides a goat. It's dressed up like a double goat. (laughs) (laughs) I would love that. You and I go investigate, you know, go go investigate places. Maybe uh, each episode we'll bring a new person over from the Scavengers Network to come investigate with us. But we always have our goat. Yeah. We always have our trusty goat. Might be a little problematic just because it's a goat and I think it would be hard to deal with. Yeah, and that's what would make the show so fun. Because you'd be trying to investigate and you'd have this goat butting you and being loud. Yeah, especially when a goat's in a mood where it's like, I'm going to do me today. (laughs) 
<laughs> and they're just headbutting you nonstop. Goats I think that's kind of brats. I love goats. They're There's, such brats. They are, and that's why I think they're so funny. Like videos of goats being brats, videos of dogs being brats, I think are so funny because the animal is being who they are a brat. unabashedly. A brat. Most animals are brats. <laughs> like that that bird that screams into those Lego shapes. Brat. Yeah. Kind of a brat. Birds are brats. Birds are brats. They're I'm not funny, a big bird though. person. I vicariously, I like to watch the bird videos. I do not want to own a bird. Hey, hey, you want to come over? I have some that screams all day long. You want to come over and hang out? Nah, I don't. No, I don't. Because your bird is a brat. You can send me videos of your bratty bird. I'll watch it. <laughs> but I don't want to come over all the time. Well, I didn't write this one down, but I know that you've seen the video, and I don't know if our listeners have seen this video, but, oh, it makes me sick to my stomach even thinking about it, is that video Ugh. of the lady driving that white sedan, and you watch that big spider crawl in the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I honestly... Gross. Legit goosebumps on my arms because I hate That is it. one of the scariest videos I've seen in a long time. Yeah, and when I was younger, I watched Faces of Death. And I saw this video. If you haven't seen the video, I don't even know what you would look it up under. Oh, worst video on earth. (laughs) But fun thing about all these stories that I told you today, if you kind of just put keywords in, you'll be able to find all these videos online. Snake hammer face. I watched them all and they're very funny. The only one that doesn't have a video is the obviously the snake in the washer. But she has photos of the actual snake in the washer. Yeah. So you can see that too. But cool. That's it. Scary animals. I really like that. Spiders. There was a lot of spider stories. I couldn't even. I couldn't even get no. to them. No. When we've we were... talked about spiders before on the show. Hate them. I think we're done. Yeah. Hate them. <laughs> when we were at the expo today, they had taxidermied spiders, Ugh. and even walking past them, and they're super dead. I don't want to. I'm waiting look for at them to move. I don't want to see them. Yeah. I don't want them here. Well. Before we end our show, yeah. um, we've been giving a little shout outs to on um, this episode because yeah. we like to support other people and hopefully they support us. But I just want to give a quick shout out to one of our new favorite apparel companies is uh, Discount Cemetery. Yes, please. Um, We just ordered a few shirts. Jordan has a shirt that's camo that says bloodbath on it. And <laughs> I ordered, well, we both have a shirt that yeah. is very Stanley Kubrick-ish and their stuff is just really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. You can follow them on Instagram at Discount Cemetery. They're on Twitter as well, but I believe they're more active on their Instagram. And you can go to their website. They just released two new shirts. And they're awesome. They're, they're, yeah, not only are their shirts like insanely cheap or sorry, inexpensive because they're not cheap shirts, but they're super friendly people. We've been talking back and forth a little bit and they're really, really nice. You can go, they, they just released uh, shirts that were dedicated to the movie Psycho Yes, and they just released some Twilight Zone shirts, which are cool. Yeah. So they do like cool old cult horror movies, but when they release the shirts, they're in limited batches and like they have some cool collector's items sort of a thing to them, like the Apollo moon landing thing from Stanley Kubrick. Like they have the name of his cool company and- yeah, it's a really cool company. They're really cool. And the material and the the screen print of it are all super legit. Um, I know sometimes when you order companies online that you don't know and you're like, great, what am I expecting to get? And I wasn't expecting much just because of past experiences of ordering mm-hmm. things. Their quality is awesome. Yeah. And I will say, I know that sizing for men is far less difficult than sizing for women, but I always wear a large t-shirt and their large t-shirts fit me exactly like a large t-shirt and not like a fashionable schmedium. And yeah. I, I don't like a schmedium. <laughs> and especially with girls clothes, I mean, I've ordered XXLs before and they've been, you know, smaller than Molly. Yes. So their medium that I ordered fit me perfect. It was long. It was comfortable. Great quality. Definitely follow them on Instagram or I think they're just on discountcemetery.com. Yep. 100%. Yeah, that's order it. some stuff. At least check them out, or at least just send them some love. Yeah, I want to get one of the I want to get one of the Twilight Zone shirts because now I'm I also really love graphic T-shirts. I really like the Alfred Hitchcock that they just put out. I want to get their shirts. Yeah. Well, we also <laughs> want to uh, give a shout out and a thank you to Eli Chambers who wrote our music at the beginning, middle, and end. You can find him at Eli who does music on Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, when when I I usually tell people what type of a boy he is. So maybe if you want to. Oh, um, he is a friendly little flute armed. <laughs> 
<laughs> non-shaven legged boy. Yes. Uh, I think I convinced Eli just once because Eli has very hairy legs just to shave him once just to see what it's like. And or just shave part of him. That'd be funny. Yeah, like it just, looks like he's wearing hair shorts. Just, <laughs> like he wears regular shorts and then yeah. his hair shorts yeah. and then leg. Or just shave around where he has his tattoos. That'd be really funny. That'd be cool. I think Eli is a very good person. And I just wanted to shave his legs one time. Um, <laughs> we love you, Eli. We love you very much, Eli. We are also a proud member of the Scavengers Network. It's been really, really great to see how this network has grown over the last year and some change. It's been great getting to know all the people on the network and continuing to curate all these wonderful friendships with the people on the network. Uh, it's it's nice to be part of a network with people who are as excited about podcasting as we are. You can find the Scavengers Network on all forms of social media and go support other shows. Go listen to the other shows on the network. They're really, really great. And speaking of that, I'll do a humble plug. You can follow us on social media as well on Twitter or Instagram at spooky underscore spouses. You can also send us an email at spooky cast at gmail.com. Let us know stories. Just say what's up or, you know, subscribe to our show or leave us a nice review. We love it. Yeah, we do love it. And it really does mean a lot. Uh, and all of you mean a lot to us. So we're thankful for you, listeners, our spooky little listeners with our spooky little spouses. I think that we don't really have like a name for the people who listen to our show, but I think that we've called them our spooky little buddies enough. And I think that's yes. great. I like that one. I love our spooky little buddies. Oh, I do too. Well, hey, until next week, have a taxidermy wednesday nope oh, you don't... didn't i don't want to do alliteration no? because i'm a rebel and i'm bad okay and i break the rules we'll have a t um i won't use taxidermy i'll <laughs> use um, have a what are some other things that we saw we saw a mermaid yeah we have a mermaid monday because i am not a rebel and i'm going to stay with rhyming mermaid monday well it's uh, not a rhyme it's alliteration it's an alliteration and i'm gonna say no other ones Okay. All right. Well, hey, until next Monday, we will see each and every one of you later. Bye-bye. Bye. What if that was my laugh? <laughs> Oh, really? I can't believe it. <laughs> Do you think that'd be funny? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> the Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Do you like making fun of really, really bad ghost hunting shows? There's one in particular we enjoy making fun of. It's called Ghost Adventures, and it includes things such as... Bad fashion sense. Grown men yelling at nothing. Outrageously large belt buckles. Too much hair gel. And unfortunately, a lot of really cringy, painful, and socially unaware stuff, too. I'm Cassie. And I'm Max. We're the hosts of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. Find Insanely Haunted for free wherever you get your podcasts.